Welcome! I'm Yuan Nielsen. And I'm Lincoln Murphy. And this is Impact Weekly. We're here to help you make your customers successful. Each week, we answer your most pressing customer success management questions by relying on our years of experience with companies around the world. Let's get this going. Welcome back to Impact Weekly. So we are here for another week of digging into the most pressing customer success questions you have. Before we jump into today's uh, topic, just a quick reminder, send us your questions. I even challenge you to send us your most, most, the most challenging, difficult customer success question you have from you or the team. Uh, please get it over to us. We, we want to hear from you. So do that. Today, we're talking about customer success and support. So we have a question. It's uh, when is it a good idea to split up support and customer success? I think we received this question in, in slightly various uh, wording, but more, more or less the same actual question here is when, what is support? What is customer success? So that's what we're going to dig into today. Uh, and Lincoln, maybe we just uh, take it one step back here and what what is actually the difference between customer success and support? I mean, support, support, I think most people know what support is. They have been receiving support for a consumer product. They've been receiving support when they contacted their insurance company, whatever. Uh, so support, I think, has been around for a long, very long time, of course, and it's quite well established in some ways. And it's, I mean, most of us know it's quite transactional, but, right. but that differs, right? Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, I think support sort of encompasses a lot of different, uh, different things, but I think it ultimately comes down to, um, you know, if there's something wrong with the product, it's not, you're not getting the... Uh, you're not, it's not working the way you think it should. Um, it has some sort of issue like that's, you know, we know that that's when you go to support or you go to customer service, um, if you're having a problem with your transaction or whatever, right? So we all have that experience, but I think when it comes to differentiating customer success and customer support in your organization, you have to get really clear on what the differences are. So like, when should a customer go to support? Um, and then when should they come to you in customer success? And I think that also means we have to define sort of what customer success is, right? So we all, we've all worked in or worked with support. Maybe we've, we've actually even done some support ourselves, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but you know, customer success, I think one of the biggest differences between support and, and, and customer success, other than what they actually do, and we'll talk about that in just a second, is that support is transactional. And that's a term that gets thrown around a lot, but I think we need to really think about it like this. Um, when you have a support issue, yeah. you go to the support team, you open a ticket or whatever, that ticket, that which is you know basically saying, hey, here's my issue, right? Yeah. That becomes sort of like a little project. And right. this, the support person or team We'll work that little project until it's done, until your problem is solved, and then that's it. We move on. Yeah, that's the transaction. And right. any context that's that's 
sort of maintained around that transaction is not something that um, that the support people really care about. And, and not because they don't care. And I think there's even a lot of, you know, us versus them when it comes to customer success and customer support. It's just the way that that, that function of, of, yeah. the, of the company operates. It's like I, an issue comes in, I work the issue, I move on. I move on to the next issue with the next customer. Yeah. And you contrast that with customer success, which is I have this ongoing relationship um, across the entire life cycle with the customer that yeah. is, you know, so it's not transactional. Um, it, it's something that the interactions that I have with the customer over that, over that life cycle is, is main, there's a context that's maintained between those interactions. Yeah. And that context is really the most important part uh, of the relationship when it comes to customer success. So understanding the, the differences there, I think are important. So when you hear somebody say support is transactional, it's yeah. not a negative thing. No, no, it, it's not. It's, it just, it is what it is. And, and customer success is not. Now, the other distinction that um, I think was sort of the, this goes, this is like a history lesson, kids. Um, <laughs> the, the, the main distinction that people used to make between customer success and customer support was um, like one is proactive and one is reactive. Yeah. Right. So, so support is reactive. And customer success is proactive. Yeah. Uh, you know, living in reality, that's just not, that's just not yeah. how it works. I mean, you, support is almost always going to be some sort of reactive to the, the customer having an issue. Although there are times where, you know, maybe the, the, the SaaS provider or cloud providers, you know, actually are able to see that there was an issue and yeah. reach out to the customer. So even in that situation, reaching out with a support you know, issue that they've, that they've noticed could still be proactive. Yeah. Although even well, we'll talk about that in just a second, but you know, customer success being uh, proactive, you know, it's just also not true because we're very often reacting to what our customers are doing. So that distinction, Effective. I don't, that doesn't hold. It just, no. just doesn't hold. So the real distinction here is um, the transactional versus relationship nature of, yeah. of the different functions. And then, and then even more important, like what they do. Yeah. <laughs> so what does support do? What does customer success do? Make that distinction very clear in your business. Yeah. And I think also like the, um, the ev evolution of your business is also, um, going through stages where you, uh, you, in the beginning, when you have your first few customers, you do both customer success and support and everything with the customers, because you, you get tickets from them and you also help them do more things and want to help them achieve their goals and so on. But as your customer base grows, maybe your in incoming tickets with issues, problems from the, from the, from your customers is growing, uh, is growing rapidly. Uh, and that's where you end up having support, probably building up support, uh, or ending up doing more support and adding more people to that team. And then you come into the next phase where you basically realize that it's not going to help. We're not going to get their customers to where they want to go, uh, without doing actual work in customer success. And then you start adding people to customer success. So it's also the phases of a, how a company uh, grows um, that plays into this as well. And to the question again, uh, when when do you split it up? Right. So I think it's also interesting to, to look at that uh, in this perspective. 
for sure. And I think what you, I mean, the way you laid it out there is in terms of the evolution of a company, I think is, is perfect. Um, I, I think that's something that people just don't take into consideration. You know, look, if, if you're a newer company and you have a product that is not you know, fully built out or, or, you know, maybe it's, it's built out, but not everything's been, you know, really tested. Um, there's, there's some issues, usability issues, or maybe some just actual still bugs yeah. or whatever. Um, the more customers you get using your product, the more those customers are going to run into those things. And so support may need to ramp pretty fast, um, at, you know, at, 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 at that point, uh, in your evolution, as you start adding more customers, but the product is not itself fully, fully functional or, 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 you know, still has some issues. So yeah. I think just that evolution, I think is really interesting. And it's sort of this give and take. Sometimes we're going to need to build more support. Sometimes we're going to build, have to build up the customer success team. Um, all of that, you know, capacity planning work is something that's ongoing that needs to be yeah. done. But I think, um, <laughs> If we go back to like it's a, what's the question? When should we actually split support and success? Because to your point, you know, there's there's going to be, especially early on, you know, we're, we're going to be doing both of those things. Well, here's yeah. the thing: you should quote unquote split customer success and support either from the very beginning or starting today, whichever is soonest. Um, <laughs> exactly, be, and, because we want to make sure that our customers are very clear on, on where they should go for whatever the, the, whatever they need. So if they have a support issue, we will need them to go to support. If they have, if we're going to be working with them, you know, to, to help them achieve their goals, they should go to customer success. So in the very early days, I always suggest create a, uh, a generic inbox or get a ticketing system that does that where, um, the, you can deflect, to, uh, to, you know, if they have a support issue, they can send an email to support at, or they can go open a ticket. Even if you're the one, you know, let's say you're the only customer success manager. You're also head of customer success. You're also the chief support engineer. <laughs> you're going to be working that ticket behind the scenes. But by differentiating these things in the customer's mind, when it comes time to start scaling, to start yeah. adding people now your customers already know where to go for support. They already know why, why they should come to you, what they should come to you for in customer success. You've already, you've already positioned those things properly in their mind. So now operationally, you can start building those things out. So you want to you wanna split that early, even if you're the one doing all the work behind the scenes. Yeah. And this is something we also see... Uh, when, even when you grow your teams and even if you're if you have a support uh, function and you have a support team and you have a customer success team this separating these two things are really key uh, as well when you have a huge team right oh absolutely i mean obviously the more the more people involved the more you know, the bigger the teams the more complex the teams the more complex the customer use cases all of these things figure into how uh, who's going to be doing what and how things are going to be positioned. And, and honestly, you know, as you get into more complex use cases, you see some interesting things like a customer success team will also work with technical account managers. Mm-hmm. Those, those, those TAMs are going to be doing things that seem, you know, that, that are much more product centric, much more uh, lower level, 
um, yeah. you know, development, maybe some, some integrations. So, you know, even though you're in customer success and you're really working to help the customer achieve their goals, remember, we're still working with a technology product generally that the customer has to use. And so even though in customer success, we're, we're there to help them achieve their business outcomes, it's still through the use of our, our product. And, and of course, you know, through the, through their overall relationship with us, but the product is a pretty important aspect of this, which means yeah. ultimately how these things are split, you know, exactly what that looks like is going to be very unique to your situation. Now, once you have split those, the way that yeah. you run your customer success operation, the way you run your your success your your support organization, those are pretty well established. Especially support, um, mm. the 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 metrics, the measurements, you know, uh, the uh, the the operations around support. That's a pretty well established uh, industry, if you want to yeah. call it that. And so, um, you know, once you've done that, once you've sort of decided what you know what support is going to do, what CS is going to do. Um, you know, then, then kind of figuring out how to how operationalize and, and measure and manage it, mm. that becomes a little, not, not easy, nothing's easy, <laughs> but it becomes no. easier, but it's really kind of figuring out wh- who, what goes where and, mm. and when your customer should do that. And so, you know, if you have, even if it's not a really complex setup, but you have an established support team yeah. and you have an established customer success organization you need to main, make sure that you're maintaining the positioning of those in your right. customer's mind. So yeah. continually communicating to them, Hey, when you have a support issue and that, and, and by support issue, this is what I mean and lay that out very clearly. Go here, open yeah. a support ticket or, or the, or, or these other self-service things, go to our knowledge base, right? Go, yeah. you know, go look here. And then if you have something that falls under the customer success designation, then you come to us and, you know, this is, so you have that very clearly laid out and you communicate that. So just because you have those different functions set up in your business doesn't mean you, you shouldn't continue to reiterate that to your customer. Definitely. And we know also that one of the, the main challenges for a customer success manager is to uh, be seen as a strategic advisor, a business advisor Mm -hmm. in the mind of the customer. And, um, unless we make sure that we have clarified the roles and that we are doing the work that um, are also back to positioning, are, are we positioned as a strategic advisor? Uh, it's harder for us to do that if we also have to take care of all these uh, nitty gritty, uh, more technical uh, detailed work as well. So I think it's also playing back to that part that uh, which we know is it's uh, it's one of the the most common challenges for a CSM. Oh, I mean, bad positioning for a CSM is is definitely one of the most. It's probably the biggest issue, frankly, um, with customer success managers. Um, you know, being positioned as as something like a product specialist when you're really trying to be that that strategic advisor. You say, well, what's wrong with that? Well, it's you know they they, they see me as a product specialist. That's pretty cool. Mm. Yeah, except when you start trying to talk to them about their business goals, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna see you as somebody that that they should be talking about those things with. It, you know, you're you're really hurting your ability to kind of help them achieve the results that they really need to achieve to to really grow with you. So it can it can hurt. And one of the 
you know, I just say this, we, we cover this in our, in our CSM training all the time. The, the, what you need to do there is if you're going to talk about product specific stuff, if you're going to, you know, help them with some technical uh, aspect of, of their use of the product, just make sure that you're tying it to their business goals, right? right? Just make sure that you're always kind of bringing it back to like why we're doing this. Cause that will help keep you at that, at that more strategic level. But I think, um, one thing that we talked about before we, we sort of went on the air here, Jan, we were talking about, um, and you kind of brought up this idea of, well, isn't it just easier sometimes to, to just do the thing for the customer? Like, yeah. Like, let's talk about that a little bit. I think that's all, that's something that CSM. No, I think all that's, I mean, it's in, in the nature of us, uh, working in customer success, we want to help the customer and a lot of time, and we see this all over is that you get quote unquote support things coming at you as a CSM and you, you want to help the customer and you just, you know, you solve that and what happens, you get another quick request. Uh, can you update this? Can you import this? Can you do that? And we just keep actually doing these things for our customer all the time, which means we're, 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 we're managed by our own inbox, which is not mm -hmm. good. We know that. Uh, and we, in the mind of the customer, we are glorified support. We are probably, we know them a little bit better so we can, we can do these fixes and things updates for them faster and probably better than maybe regular support. So they keep sending us stuff. So it, it's, I mean, that, I think that's, it's very easy to end up there. Um, but then you, you miss on all the other things that you would, you need to do basically. Right. Right. So you, this, this, need or this this desire to to help the customer which again is a great thing yeah but it ends up leading to this this sort of these people pleasing behaviors where uh we because we want to help we just go ahead and and help right right that's great except now that's all we're doing and we're really not truly helping because we can't be strategic we can't help them grow we can't help them achieve their goals or figure out new goals or help them, you know, stack goals on top of existing goals. We're just, you know, fixing some integrations yeah. or, yeah. or importing some data or doing some configuration. And it's like, you know, I get it. I get the need to help, but think about it. Big picture, take a step back. Are you helping or are you actually keeping things from, from working when what would be better is send them to support have support work that. And yeah. in the meantime, while that is being taken care of, you're, you're now talking to them, you're taking the time that it would have taken you to do those, those things. Now you're actually able to get to know their, their, their goals, do some discovery, yeah. uh, figure oh, out, yeah. you know, start working plans with them. Like, right. And, it, and you say, well, it only takes me five minutes to do this. Okay. How many customers are you currently working with? Yeah. You know, those five minutes, which by the way, nothing ever takes five minutes. No, that, that five minutes becomes 15 minutes and that, and then you start doing that for, you know, eight customers a day, we're starting to lose real time, right. you know, and, and that's time that we're not helping our customers be actually successful. Yeah. And that's what we're trying to do here. Exactly. And I think this is, this is a really 
really important topic uh, for a, if you're a head of customer success or head of a, if you're head, heading up both support and customer success. Sometimes it can be like you know the famous iceberg where you have support, official support being the the thing you see above the surface, but the actual support is is what all the customer success managers are doing every day. <laughs> uh, so I think this is uh, and what and what's the I mean again. Is that a problem? Well, if they spend a lot of their time doing actual doing support, they are not doing the the proactive or the you know driving goals with the customer, looking for the next step, uh, developing customers and expanding and 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 doing all the the things they could be doing. So I think this is. Uh, you need to, and that's why back again to to what we started with here. We need to separate these to clarify what what are the tasks being done in support, what are the tasks uh, being done in customer success, because that's the only way you will really clarify this uh, as a company, as a as a, a unit as well. Yeah, I mean, I think so. If we were to say, you know, three specific action items, that's number one. I think, right? Just yes. split it, be really, really clear. Exactly. Um, make those distinctions. Um, I would say, you know, number number two would be sort of capacity planning. Uh, you know, I'm, I, I, I talk a lot about capacity planning, um, making sure that we are very clear on the resources we need to, to do the work that we need to do in customer success. And, you know, if we're doing a lot of support tasks, then that's going to have impact um, our capacity to, to work with our customers and, and customer success. So um, I do a lot of auditing of the time spent, you know, not, not trying to micromanage, but we, we need to look at, at the, what our customer success managers are doing. If you're a CSM, just kind of keep track of that. How much time are you spending doing support work? versus actually helping your customers be successful. Sometimes that's just the sort of jolt you need to go, oh my gosh, I am really spending a lot of time doing this when we have an actual support team that I could be deflecting to. So yeah. capacity planning, whether you're doing it for yourself as a CSM or whether you're ahead of customer success and you're yeah. looking to figure out, you know, am I, are my CSMs sort of, for lack of a better term, wasting a lot of time doing this work, especially if there's somebody else that could be doing it. That's important. So capacity planning. Yeah, fully agree there. And, and the last part here is back to this, the importance of being positioned as a customer success manager in the right way for the customer. And, and that's being a real business advisor to the customer. I think it's such an important thing. And, and you won't be viewed as that if you have your support hat on. So you need to have your customer success hat on when you do customer success work. And that's, uh, that's all about positioning. So that was, that's the, the wrap up uh, for this question. Um, thanks for this week and see you soon. Hey, thanks for listening. Do you want to bring your customer success to the next level? Check out Impact Academy. We have training programs for customer success managers and for leaders in customer success.